I wonder how common it is, this player coach role in the industry. I almost feel like a manager doing IC work still is seen as a negative sometimes. And I don't know if I agree with that. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. My name's Charlie. And my name's Femke. And in this episode today, we're going to talk a bit about the split between IC work, that's being an individual contributor and being a manager. Charlie and I are both sort of in this situation where we're in these kind of player coach roles where we're both managing a team and, you know, actually doing IC project based work. And so we thought it would be an interesting topic to talk about how do we manage those two things? What does the work look like? What's sort of some of the responsibilities we have as managers versus some of the things we do as an IC? Kind of get into the weeds of our day to days and how we kind of manage those two different responsibilities in our role. Before we jump into it, as always, Charlie, what's going on in your world? How are things lately? Things are good overall, I would say. Yeah, really feel like I'm in a good groove with work at the moment. And honestly, in quite a good groove with uh, side project stuff too. By the time this episode is out, my next digital product will be live, which is very exciting. Yay! Tell us more, tell us more. It's called Scribbles and it is a like component library in Figma with a bunch of different hand-drawn vector shapes. There's a hundred different shapes and every single shape is in four different pen weights. And then within that, there's like different lengths of lines, directions of arrows, like tons of variation in there. So it's, yeah, it's a pretty extensive library of hand-drawn things. If like me, you like to add um, little organic touches to digital things. I definitely So go do. check it out. Yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes. It's just five bucks as well. It's like a super simple little product. I wanted to make it one that was like a no brainer for people, you know, yeah, just see it, think it's cool and be like, yeah, five cheap bucks, enough to just buy. Not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how is working on this compared to your font or like other digital it, products you've ooh, done? <laughs> it was way more fun than the font. Um, I think it's because the font was quite a learning curve. I was getting to know a new piece of software to like you know, make a font, make it function, typing in any like application you're gonna use a font in. Um, and there was a lot of like fine tuning and stuff with the font as well and kerning, I don't know. Yeah, all lots of, of like stuff QA kind of time. work almost. Yes, a lot of QA and like very, like very in the weeds decision-making. Whereas this was like much more fun to produce. It was, um, did take me longer than I expected, mm -hmm. <laughs> but still it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Cause I know Figma well, I know how to make components and set up a component library that's useful for people to use and like be able to grab from. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. No offense to my font. Cause I still love my font. And actually <laughs> it pairs really well with scribbles. So I hope that people will want both scribbles and grayscale, but yeah, the, Scribbles library for the win. <laughs> awesome. Well, I have been using your font in my course slides for my upcoming course. Ooh. So Grayscale makes a little appearance here and there. Oh, nice. Yes. How are things going in Courseland? Catch us up on how things are yeah, going for you. Yeah, Courseland is good. Uh, it's sold out. I don't know if it was sold out last episode we recorded. I think... <laughs> Last episode, when we recorded, it wasn't, but by the time it was published, it, it was. was. Okay, okay. Well, it has sold out, which is crazy. Yeah. I was not expecting it at all. Uh, I, when I set it to like 100 seats for the cohort, I was like, okay, there's no way it's going to be 100 people, but I want to make it that the cohort is big enough that everyone who wants to join can join and like no one gets cut off. So I was like, I'll just make it like a, a big cap so that everyone can join. But 
then a hundred people joined and I have had people in my DMs asking, how do I get in? How do I get in? Uh, so it's gone more successfully than I could have imagined. And hopefully this first cohort goes well. If it does, I would love to run it again later in the year so that folks who missed out this time can join. But we're getting close to the finish line. Uh, as of recording this today, the course starts officially one month from now and uh, filming's going good, production work is going good. I'd say I'm maybe like 70% of the way through with the whole sort of end-to-end -end production. So yeah, got a little bit more to go, but I'm really, really excited. Yeah, and it's all been looking great, all the sneak peeks that you've Thanks. shared. I love that you shared some like little bloopers too. Oh that yeah, really fun. I got so many and of like, those. And like so relatable <laughs> for any content creator, like just like sitting trying to fix your hair in the camera. Yeah. I was like, oh, the amount of footage I have of me doing that. I know, I know, I know. It's, uh, yeah, creator life. But yeah, I'm very, very, very excited. Um, yeah, so we'll see. That's awesome. Well, let's move on to talking about our day jobs then. When, like you said, we are both, in a, we're in a manager role, but we're also doing IC work. Yes. Um, what does that mean for you? Maybe we should start there. What is the IC work you do and what is the manager work you do? Yeah, I suppose I see the IC work as project-based work of like, okay, we've got an initiative or a priority that's on the roadmap, needs some design support, like, can you help out and sort of own the design process for this project? So that's like, Everything from maybe doing some research, maybe doing some discovery process, creating the designs, design reviews, iterating, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then the manager side is more about managing the team, first of all. So any other designers that are also on that team, managing their growth plan and helping them with their career, things like that. And then also the additional kind of role of being the design lead for the team and helping shape mm. the roadmap and the product strategy and things like quarterly planning and team yeah. resourcing and that more like higher level altitude of conversation and discussion. So that's in a nutshell, kind of those two different hats that I wear on any given day. What about for you? I would say it's pretty similar for me too, that the IC work I do is I count that as the times that I am in Figma, moving pixels around, making a design that is like, you know, for a project that is gonna go live. Yeah. Um, I still do that from time to time, although honestly less over the past few months, which has mm. been interesting. But um, that is still something that I do because we're a small team. We've only got one other designer full-time on the team and we have way more work than yep. just one <laughs> designer's plate. Um, we have, uh, an agency we work with, we have a freelance graphic designer, but we still have more work that like, we need someone internal on the team to do. And so that is like, I'll take on um, usually like one project per cycle or per month, like however we're planning mm -hmm. that I will do IC work in. And then my manager work, there is a lot of the like, you know, pe people management, managing the team and their careers and, um, that performance conversations, that sort of thing. But there's also, I'm part of the growth leadership team at ConvertKit. So alongside our director of marketing and director of sales and you know all the other parts of the growth org. And so I am in a lot of meetings about growth strategy too. Right. And like contributing from a brand perspective, like I'm there to be the voice of brand mm -hmm. in those conversations to make sure that's listened to. So that's kind of like what you were talking about. 
being design lead and contributing to the roadmap, but I'm contributing, I guess, to the growth roadmap and plan. Yeah, yeah. How do you decide with the other designer on your team splitting up that workload of projects and like who Mm. takes on what? So I had advice from Ryan, who was the brand design lead at Webflow at the time um, when I was stepping into a manager role. Because I asked him, like, well, how do you decide what you work on and what the team works on? Yeah. Like, how do you make this choice? And he was like, I always ask them what they want to work on. And yeah. I give them them those projects. Yeah. And to start with, I was like, oh, does that mean I never get to work on something I want to <laughs> work cool on things, again? Yeah. Like, is that, is that the price I have to pay for being a manager? So that's, but honestly, is kind of the way that I approach things. I want to make sure that David has it on his plate, the stuff that he's most interested in, that's going to, like stretch his skills the most allow him to flex what he wants to flex Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i'll take on the other things um but honestly we do a lot of cool things and so there's never been a project that i've been like disappointed to have to take right right because everything Um, you do is so cool (laughs) well i don't know about that it's just that i'm a nerd for brand and marketing designers so i'm interested in most of it (laughs) um but yeah, there, I do look at the work he's doing sometimes and I'm like, oh, it'd be so fun to work on that. But I'm like, I I know that I couldn't put in the time that it would take to do this project well. Right. Because my the time I have for IC projects is so much smaller than the time I need to devote to manager work at the moment. Um, and so I like cheer him on from the sidelines and get to give him feedback and be involved in that way. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that you still get to play a role, even if it's not your project, right? Like you're not the IC on it, but that's what I kind of enjoy about being a manager as well is that you, you still get levels of influence and initiatives, but just at a different level, I guess. For me, when I joined Gusto as a brand new baby manager, um, the <laughs> the IC on the team uh, was already, you know, had an area of ownership uh, and the team was introducing a new kind of vertical. And so I just jumped on that because it was the new thing and didn't have any designers on it. And the other IC, uh, my report was already focused on another initiative. Uh, so that's kind of then how we ended up splitting that workload. And then about a month ago or so, I actually switched teams internally. So now I'm on a new team and uh, the report on my team is currently on paternity leave. So I'm there supporting everyone and everything for now. But when he comes back, we'll have to figure out, you know, have that conversation. How are we going to split the workload? And I'll probably ask him some of those questions you just mentioned, Charlie. Like, what do you want to work on? What gets you excited? Like, where where are the opportunities on this team to help you with your growth is definitely a conversation we'll be having once he's back. I just thought as you were talking about that, something else came to mind that another way I think I break up the work is I always make sure that David is working on the most important design mm. project, like the top priority for for the company, for our growth team, for our brand team. I want David to take that on and be focused on that. Yeah. Um, Probably because he's a very senior level designer and he's going to kill it. Like um, in many ways, he's a better designer than I am. And so it's exciting to see him take that on. But also because I need my time to be a little bit more flexible to deal with, you know, things that come up as a manager, like stuff can hit you that's unexpected from time to time. And I don't want to put a super important priority project at risk if I'm the designer on it and I need, suddenly need to take time away to, I don't know, deal with this other problem, yeah, um, that's that's not good. That's not going to fly. So I make sure that the things I work on, I mean, obviously they're still important, but they're a little bit more flexible in their deadline. Yeah, that makes sense. What would you say is this like percentage split between IC and manager work in a given I week? I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> 
and I did not prepare an answer. Um, I want to say it's probably 20% IC work at this point. Oh, okay. That's actually lower than I was expecting. Yeah, it definitely when I first um, became creative director and was leading the brand team, um, I was still doing more of it, I think, because that's where my zone of comfort was. You know, I knew how to do IC work. Um, these days, yeah, it's a lot of manager work. But like I said, manager work for me isn't just people management. Um, like, for example, a project that I have on next week that I count as manager work is I'm figuring out how we're going to run a brand perception survey. Mm-hmm. So I'm like writing the survey. I'm researching uh, platforms and, you know, going to put together a pitch for budget and things like that. It's not work that is directly related to like managing a person on my team. Um, it's not even work that's directly related to like, um, I don't know, working with the other growth leads on strategy. It's like, this is a thing that we need to do as a team to measure the success and like measure our impact. And so I'm figuring it out and I'm like putting time into doing that, but I count it as manager work, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that counts. I think for me, it's definitely over 50% IC work at this time. It's probably more like 70% IC and then Mm -hmm. 30% manager. Uh, But I feel like that is going to maybe change a bit as I get settled into my new team. I've also spent the last month just like gathering a lot of context and building the domain knowledge Mm. of this new team. So I haven't really had yet that influence opportunity like with a manager hat on yet, but I've just been like shadowing a lot of things. Uh, So... Yeah, I I feel like, because you have more than one report on your team, right? How many reports do you have? I have four, four direct reports on my team directly. And then, like I said, we work with an agency and also a freelance graphic designer, a freelance motion graphics person. So I I don't manage their careers, obviously, those folks. But I'm involved in, like, giving feedback and correcting the direction of things. Um, Been doing a lot of art directing recently on illustration, which has been really fun. Like, I've surprisingly enjoyed it a lot. Because uh, illustration isn't a strong skill of mine. So it's been fun to like have the idea and be like, I need it to do this and like tell this story and then have someone who is super talented bring it to life um, has been, yeah, that's been that's fun. more fun than I expected. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really fun. For me so far, I've only had one report on both of the teams yep. that I've been on. So I feel like there's also that like critical mass of like how many reports you have and then you can sort of, step back a little bit more from IC work so I think until our team grows if it, if it does grow there's no plans right now but I think that would definitely influence my percentage split and how much time I'm spent doing IC work absolutely I think that you would probably struggle to spend more than 50% of your time on manager work with only one report because it's like well like what's up with this person am i spending like <laughs> half my time that. just yeah. like on one person yeah. right <laughs> yeah 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 that's a lot you know um that's a lot of focus to give one person so like lucky them if, if, you, can give, <laughs> if you can flip it where you said right now it's sort of like 70 30 towards ic work yeah if that flipped with only one report um i don't know that might feel like a lot of management for sure for um, sure so i would probably expect yours to stay at around like a 50 50 split until your team grows yeah, yeah. Something I've been thinking a little bit about, I'm curious if this is something you've thought about or how it might work for you at ConvertKit. At Gusto and at a lot of other companies I've been at, when it comes to performance reviews and sort of getting mm-hmm. you know feedback and being assessed against your performance, 
we typically have different competencies for ICs and managers. So there's like a different rubric or a different matrix, right? A different set of like responsibilities or skills that you're expected to uphold. And as someone with the official manager title, but actually mostly doing IC work, I've been in sort of this little internal identity crisis of like, okay, well, which which rubric should I be holding myself, you know, up to standard mm. with? Or when it comes to performance review time, which one am I going to be assessed on? And if it's the manager one, I'm probably not going to score very well, to be honest, because I'm mostly doing IC work. So I don't know. That's just like an internal kind of dialogue I've been having with myself in my head, trying to figure out how that will work come performance review time. Yes, I have also struggled with this because my like competency matrix as well is not reflective of the IC work that I do. Right. And that that has frustrated me as and I always bring up the IC work I do in performance reviews as a positive yeah, and I'm obviously. like this is the stuff that I did and the results that I had because I think it's important. And like we're not at a stage of the company where I can just stop doing any of that work like if I didn't do it it either wouldn't get done or it wouldn't get done to the standard that we need it to Mm. because it required that internal context that you know someone on the team has um aka me (laughs) um and so that there I've I've struggled with that too and I wonder if it's I don't know I wonder how common it is this player coach role in the industry because it does seem like most of the the matrices around and like I don't know we went through a exercise of gathering salary data from salary.com last year to like set our standardized salaries against. And I got to have a look at all the roles in there. And yeah, it was hard to find ones that included IC work as well and like took that into the equation. I almost feel like a manager doing IC work still is seen as a negative sometimes. And I don't know if I agree with that. What do you think? Yeah. Like, do you feel like, oh, I'm not being taken as seriously as people who are like, full-time managing Mm, or more like it's seen as a failure like oh you have to be doing this yourself Uh, that means that you either don't have enough resources on your team or you haven't managed managed your resources well something like that um that's that's not how it's seen internally at Convertkit because everyone knows like the reality of our, our small team situation but I feel like in general in the industry that's the perception uh right like it's like oh if you're doing both like there's something wrong with your team or like you're yeah. not getting the buy-in that you yes. or the priority that you should probably be getting. Yeah. I think that's probably fair. It's interesting because I, in talking to people since I got this role or like moving into this role, it seems like it's relatively common, like this player okay. coach, you know, especially as you move into management yet, mm. I don't hear much about it or I don't see much about it. It's all very yes. like full-time <laughs> managers or like, Positions advertised are, you know, full-time manager roles, but then you interview and it's like, oh no, this is a player coach role. So I don't know why that is. I don't know what that's about. Maybe there's an opportunity there to have more conversation around this. And I'd love to hear from people who are also in this position because from what I see online, everyone seems to be full-time managers, but in the one-on-one conversations I have, Mm. it's not that uncommon. Interesting. Very interesting. What would you prefer, Fem? Like... If you could snap your, I was going to say snap your magic wand. <laughs> That's a mix of two metaphors, but have the, the the ideal role for you. Would you still be doing IC work or would you prefer to be uh, fully in manager work with like a large team? Yeah, I think currently 
I would prefer to be in a full-time manager role, but I wonder if that's also just like shiny object syndrome and because I haven't experienced it before, I'm like curious about that and want to see what that looks like. Like that, I guess for me is the goal right now, right? Is to eventually have that experience of growing a team and managing multiple reports and all the experience and skills that come with that is something that I want to learn and want to have experience doing. So that's, I suppose, why I lean towards that right now. But whether that's the reality and actually whether I'd prefer that, I don't know, because I haven't, I haven't experienced it. That is very interesting because I think I find myself like clinging to that 20% of time that I still do IC work at the moment. I like, I just love being a designer, you know? Yeah. And in some ways I feel like I wanted to step into management because I wanted to have more impact as a designer. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because I particularly was like, I want to manage people. It was more like, I want to have more impact and be involved in strategy conversations and managing people is the way to get there. I am interested in that, but it wasn't like the main thing pulling me. Mm -hmm. And I do think I'm good at it as well. Not to like pat myself on the back too much. Um, but I, I have found myself worrying about my design skills stagnating if I give up that 20% or like, you know, if it was only 5%. I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that, but that's probably my own shit of like attaching too much of my self-identity to being a designer. But I, I still like having a project that I get to work on in like real stakes for a company with real impact to, yeah, you know, practice my skills and, and develop as a designer still. It's interesting to hear you talk about how it, it sounds like your identity around being a designer is kind of wrapped up in like doing design work so mm -hmm. I'm curious when you see other design managers in the in the community community and in the creative space do you see them as designers or do you see them as people managers Ooh, interesting I don't feel like I've ever I don't know maybe I just don't actively follow people who who whose identity is design manager mm. if that makes sense okay. okay where they're like I'm a design manager and okay they put themselves out as that um yeah, so I haven't run into that, no. I think I see people shipping work and I see. that's what I, I, see. I like seeing. But this is the interesting thing is that as I've been doing more art directing recently, I've honestly been getting as much like creative fulfillment from that yeah. as I do when I'm moving pixels around myself. Yeah. So, you know, I could see that being a thing in the future, having some more like um, junior mid-level roles on the team that need more mentorship because like David doesn't need that from me. <laughs> um, you know, he's, he's got this, uh, yeah, that I could bring, like get enjoyment from that. Yeah. And also I'm like really open-minded to that changing the future as well. You know, like maybe in the future I'll be like, I want to never touch a pixel in Figma again. Just give me fig jams from now on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fig jams. Love, love fig jam, especially as a manager. Uh, yeah, I suppose it's interesting. Cause I feel like I, I guess I don't feel how it sounds like you feel where your your status for lack of better words as a designer is like tied to mm -hmm. IC work and like doing design. Yep. Um, I feel like it being in that more influential role of manager and helping other designers execute on their work. I still feel like that makes me a designer and I think I'd still be comfortable if I was not actively designing, but helping coach designers on the team and like stepping in for, um, uh, like like pairing sessions now and then maybe if they want to work through something mm. together like 
you yeah. still, I guess, I, I see ways to do the actual design work without being like an IC or having project work and still having that influence. I, I don't feel like my identity as a designer would be in jeopardy, I guess. Um, and maybe I'm over-exaggerating what I'm hearing from you. No, I think it's like, and I totally don't think this is a way, an area that I judge other people in. It's really for myself. Right. Like, I just don't think I'd be happy letting go of all of the work. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I, I want to maintain some. Um, I also think maybe it's partly because I've never really, maybe only once in my career have I had a, like a design manager. Oh, like a manager who was a designer interesting and so i okay. haven't had a lot of role models that i've like you know actively worked with in this area most of my managers have been like heads of marketing marketing directors right. now it's the our cro our chief revenue officer you know so i guess i haven't seen a lot of it in action either firsthand that's a good point yeah if i think back to my design career all of my managers have been like designers or like were practicing designers. So that probably does make a bit of a difference. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, I also think that the amount of time that you spend doing IC work versus managing, like I just started to touch on before, it, it can change depending on the level of the people on your team. You know, like you just mentioned pairing sessions mm -hmm. too. That if you had folks on your team who, well, I guess you don't have to be junior to get benefit from a pairing session, do you? Not but, really. Uh, like, yeah, the types of folks who, who want to do that, sort of like work alongside you yeah. sort of thing, um, you would probably end up, yeah, moving more pixels around, for lack of a better term, um, than otherwise. Yeah. Any thoughts or like, I guess maybe reflecting back on your role in this yeah your your sort of player coach role over the last few years what are some sort of perks and lowlights of of being in this position mm. like pros and cons or like what's sort of been a nice yep. benefit and what has been really challenging at times the biggest benefit has been being able to be the decision maker on a <laughs> yeah. ton of stuff i love that I love being able to say when it, this project is important, this one's not. Obviously, I'm like talking with the other growth leads and sure, making sure. decisions through a lens of the business too. But, you know, that's fun to, to get to do that, to just have more of a say and more of a seat at the table, you know. Um, and then a low point, I think, would be the like lack of margin and like creative space to devote to the IC work mm. that I still do. Like it always feels like it's something that I have to squeeze in around the manager work. And so I think that that's where perhaps my fear of stagnating as a designer comes from, because right. I know that like that situation is not when your best work happens, but that is what I am giving to the IC work at the moment. Um, and so of course it's not going to be my very best work. Yeah. Um, and so that's something that I want to work on changing is getting a bit more margin and space to give that 20% of time the, you know, the time that it deserves. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think being able to help my reports grow is like the biggest benefit, like helping coach them and help them achieve their goals or get closer to their goals and give them opportunities that align with what they want out of their careers. And then I guess the low point for me is just the the context switching at the, those different levels of altitudes. Ooh, yeah. Like <laughs> I'm all the way up here at the 10,000 foot view in a strategy conversation. And then I got to come all the way down in the next meeting to like the 100 foot or like 10 foot view of like 
a tiny detail in a project um that for me is challenging and if I feel like I'm not able to give my best in either area because I'm constantly coming up and down from those different levels of altitudes interesting see I actually think I really like the altitude switch (laughs) I don't know if it's just a um I've learned that I I've learned to like it because it's you know a necessary part of being a manager especially one who will still does IC work but I think it keeps the days really interesting and (laughs) well that's true (laughs) you know keeps things fun that I'm like okay I'm gonna do this thing zoomed in here and now I'm gonna zoom back out and like get the get to also have a say in the wider context that this work down here um, is going to play a part in and you know also get to advocate for the ideas of the super creative people on my team as well you know to get them to be something that that we do as a company like if I can share one quick example of that um, Issa and Henry are my team that's our storyteller and our filmmaker respectively they really wanted to make a documentary film about Nathan our founder because he is a creator and he has a really interesting like creator backstory where he like nearly gave up on ConvertKit at one point you know it nearly didn't continue as a project and so that means it nearly didn't become a company that is paying all of our salaries (laughs) right now and you know helping all these hundreds of thousands of creators and um, they had this idea to make this documentary and I was able to like advocate for the time and like the budget to make it happen which is really cool to get to play that sort of role in cool projects being done yeah that's awesome i mean that's what it's all about right like having that impact shipping cool stuff making a difference it's all it's all good yeah what do you wish people knew about the realities of being a manager and an ic at the same time before Uh, they (laughs) step into the role like what do you wish you knew beforehand uh i mean people did warn me like i did have some people warn me that like it's it's harder like it's it's more challenging uh like you know you could also argue that it's a nice ease in so it's Mm -hmm. I think everyone has their own experience with it uh I think what I have what I would caution against I guess is just that you're not going to be able to do all the things you want to do because you're not going to have enough space in your day, not necessarily time, but space, like headspace or thinking space or, you know, being in the right mindset to have a conversation about something when you've got some other thing that you got to get done. Um, So I guess that for me would be the cautionary tale. Yes, that is uh, headspace rather than time as the issue is a great call out. I think also maybe realizing that it's gonna feel chaotic yeah (laughs) a lot of the time and you might have moments where you're like one day or like one hour involved in this super high level strategy conversation and the next it's like ah someone just needs to resize this logo real quick and so i'm just gonna do it (laughs) and you're like you know uh, you're being paid the same rate for both (laughs) the time that you spend on both of those things and it's wild and weird um but it's also a lot of fun i personally think Totally. Well, thanks for suggesting this topic for the show. Uh, Where can people go to find more episodes like this? Head to designlife.fm. We are going to be producing episodes every second week this year. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned that in our last episode. I don't think we did. (laughs) Yeah, surprise. There wasn't one last week because we're moving to a fortnightly or bi-weekly, whatever the heck you want to call it, cadence. I prefer fortnightly. I think it makes more sense personally. Agreed, agreed. and this is just because Pam and I are in manager IC roles busy. and also running our own businesses. We busy. 
And we still want to make sure we keep bringing you episodes and updating you on all the things we're learning in our careers, in our lives as well. And so, yeah, this fortnightly cadence is going to help us do that. Go check out the last episode. It was a bit of a spicy one. Yeah. I'll leave you to discover the topic of it yourself. Yes. <laughs> yes. The spice. Go listen to the spice. Awesome. Well, we will chat again, not next week, but the following. Yes. Maybe we need to start saying, we'll see you next time. Next time. Next okay. We'll see you yeah. next time. <laughs> or next episode. That probably makes more sense. All right. We should hang up. Okay. Now. Let's hang up. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>